are several limitations to discovery. Uh, some are privilege, others are work product. Uh, this episode is going to focus specifically on privilege. It's going to be very quick. Uh, it just means that if a document is privileged information, well then it is a limitation on discovery, meaning the scope of discovery does not extend to that document. So some examples of privilege include attorney-client privilege, clergy uh, penitent, and that's just a priest with a uh, repentant person privilege, and then psychotherapist patient privilege. Notice that's not doctor-patient privilege, that's psychotherapist-patient privilege. So this information is information that is privileged. We'll focus specifically on attorney-client privilege here. Attorney-client privilege, according to the Restatement Third of the Law Governing Lawyers, Section 38, uh, defines attorney-client privilege that is a communication, written or oral, made between privileged persons, in, the, in this case, a client and the attorney, in confidence, we'll talk more about that in a bit, and the purpose of which is to provide legal assistance for the client. If any of those elements are not met, or if any of that information is shared outside of the relationship, well, then that privilege is waived and the communication is discoverable. So, those are our four elements that are necessary to be met. Let's talk about inconfidence for a minute. Inconfidence means that no third parties can be present. If you, as an attorney, have a meeting with a client, and that client wants to bring a family member, and that family member comes into the meeting, well, then that information is no longer privileged because it was not made in confidence, even though it is a person in whom you would normally confide in. So third parties are not allowed to be there or else the inconfidence element is broken. However, non-disclosure agreements can be made between the attorney's co-workers, anyone in their office, and the client to say, now this information with my co-workers is still privileged. Can't do non-disclosure agreements with third parties though. I can't do non-disclosure agreements with family members of the clients and stuff because even then it is still not in confidence. Another thing to note too is that if your client uh, has this privileged communication with you that meets these elements but then goes and shares it with someone saying we talked about it in our office and then they go home and tell the family member, well then that privilege is again waived and that information is discoverable in the sense of both the communication with the attorney at that time and the communication that was shared outside is discoverable. So there's some limitations on discovery. The one that we talked about in this episode is specifically privilege. Non-privileged information is allowed, but privileged information is not allowed to be discoverable. And we talked about how attorney-client privilege works. You need to have those four elements, a communication made between privileged persons in confidence for the purpose of obtaining or providing legal assistance to the client. And that's one of the limitations on discovery. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join 
Law Schoolers Pro, and you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials, and the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.